Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts. Past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, past president of the WFCA, associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle. Before we get to our next guest, hey, Tom, you know the seniors that are graduating this year, I, I feel bad for, kind of like the student-athletes. And we've got a young gal that uh, lives across the street, grew up. I've watched her grow up, her and her sister. And uh, she goes to Wisconsin Lutheran. And I got to tell you, she, you know, when they moved in, she was just a little kid. And now she's a senior in high school. And, and she has always been very kind to, to our family and, and to my wife and I. And I just want to say congratulations. Now, I, I know her as Ray. Right. Ray Haney is her name. And when when she is doing good things outside, her mom calls her Ray and her dad calls her Ray Jesse. And but when they yell at her, it's Rayanna Sophia. But I don't hear that very often. But I got to tell you, they've got beautiful, you know, a nice poster of Ray outside. And I think they're going to do kind of a drive by graduation. They've got the balloons and her. I watch as her mom and dad have raised her and her older sister, Tom, and this family is really close, and they hang out a little bit together, and and, and they did such a good job with these girls, Tom. I'm so encouraged by that, and the girl, the both of them are very kind and waved us all the time, and and uh, talk a little bit about going to Wisconsin Lutheran and what they're going to be doing in the future. And I just want to con- congratulate uh, Ray Haney as she graduates from Wisconsin Lutheran, not the way she had hoped, right. but boy, I'll tell you, she's made her mom and dad really proud. I don't well, know if they tell her that, but they've made she's made them really proud. Well, for you to notice that, Mike, says a lot. And congrats, my congratulations also. Yeah, you bet. Hey, let's get to our next guest, uh, Travis Wilson. He is uh, the WFCA executive board member, general manager, and football editor of uh, Wisports.net. And, and if you are into high school sports here in this area, you're on that website a lot. And Travis does such a good job. And we're going to talk to him 
a little bit about the player rankings for the upcoming football season, but want to check in with him personally. First of all, Travis, how you doing? How's the family? Everybody's uh, staying healthy? Everybody's doing good. We uh, got out and uh, went to my mother-in-law's uh, land this weekend, did a little bit of camping. So we're, uh, we're good and uh, trying to keep the boys active if we can. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, you don't want to just close. Travis's boys, they're very active. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to just close the door and hang and just keep them in the house for 24-7, Travis, because you're either going to end up in some 12-step program or you're going to be bouncing <laughs> off the wall. So I, I'm happy to happy to hear that. Hey, how is this what's going on um, with us now? How has this changed, um, if it has at all, with, with the things that you do um, with with wisports.net and how you can kind of figure out what uh, what needs to be put up on the website? Well, like everybody in sports media in any fashion, it's different for us and it's a challenge for us. I mean, we are still trying to stay as busy as we can, cranking out as much content as we can, um, but right now there's no live sports and hasn't been for several months, obviously. So that big piece of what we do is missing um the the spring sports are the you know the slowest time for us anyway the, the slowest traffic on our site but um still contribute a lot of page views and content and things like that so it, it has been and, and continues to be a challenge because you know a lot of people know us from our written content and what we do with player rankings and previews and news and all that good stuff but the vast majority of our content still comes from uh, and page views still comes from the game scores, the box scores, yep. the schedules, the team pages, etc. And with no live sports to have people come to our site for those things, it is taking a significant hit on our traffic. But we're trying to make up for it by producing some uh, some quality content as much as we can. Um, whether it's football, basketball, uh, some we're doing some spring sport profiles of some of the kids that got their uh, their seasons uh, eliminated. So we're trying to stay busy, but it's it's certainly an impact. Travis, you know, we we have you on every year for player rankings, and we're going to have you on later for your preseason team rankings. Um, is it fair to say this would be a, a tough year to be a rising senior and wanting to get recruited in a sport? It is. Um, you know, I've and I've talked to a number of college coaches about this. We we did some uh, some podcast interviews on our site with Lance Leipold and Tim Polasek at Iowa. Uh, Nick Gazer at NDSU, Spencer Erickson from South Dakota State, and talk to them about the challenges that they're having recruiting during this time period and, and the impact it's having on the kids that they're trying to recruit. Um, no junior days, no, uh, for the most part, it appears, uh, no summer camps, no colleges are going to hold summer camps. And those are a huge, huge thing to a lot of kids. The, the ability to get in front of a coach and have them see you, have them see your frame, your, your measurables, your body type, whether you can put weight on, whether you can take weight off, whatever it might be, those camps are huge for kids. And to have that opportunity not there is a challenge. But at least everybody's in the same boat, right? I mean, it's not like yeah. everybody has an advantage. So, um, you know, it, it's going to take creativity and, and adjustments by everybody, by the coaches. They're going to have to look more and more at the, the film. They're going to have to rely more and more on the high school coaches those interactions and relationships that they have. For the kids that are trying to get recruited, they're going to have to be active, even more active than they ever have been. Um, I've always encouraged that of kids to, you know, stay engaged with coaches, to use your social media as a resume builder. Uh, that, that should be a, that's your resume, essentially, what you put out on social media. So try to do some things with 
uh, you know, recording some workouts or try to find some ways to get some verified measurables, whether it's just height and weight or if you can get out and find somebody to uh, give even an unofficial time in a 40-yard dash or a short shuttle, whatever it might be. Put all that together, get it sent out, engage with the coaches. Even, even more important now, you're going to have to be engaged with the coaches. I, I can't tell you how many college coaches I've talked to that, you know, they, they're trying to recruit a kid, and this is before all this happens, trying to recruit a kid, trying to build a relationship with them, and the kid just blows them off. And that is a huge turnoff to uh, college coaches. So kids have to stay engaged, use whatever, uh, you know, communication technologies are available, Zoom, video conference, whatever, whatever is allowable by NCAA regulations. And, uh, and be as involved in, in uh, your recruiting process as you can. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, let me reset real quick. We're talking to Travis Wilson, again, a WFCA executive board member and the general manager. Uh, for Wissports.net, and if you've been, if you enjoy high school athletics here in the state, you've been on that website and seen the great work that Travis and his guys do, uh, and Travis in particular on the football uh, side of it. Tom? Well, Travis just described the current situation with recruiting and, and you know, what college coaches are doing and, and what the high school athletes should be doing. And, you know, Travis, you know this because you're, you know, you're involved in these discussions where hoping like heck that uh, our combine, which has been rescheduled for July 16th, we haven't really put that out there yet, but we would love to have a combine if everything falls together. Um, I think we would have a lot of athletes wanting to participate on that, or in that, I should say, to do those things that you've said you know, need to be done. Yeah, it was a real disappointment, obviously, to have to cancel the uh, the combine in April. It's been such a wonderful event that that uh, we've been able to do through the WFCA. I mean, we've had close to 100 college coaches there the last couple of years, including last year. I think it was over 25 Division One coaches. Um, so many talented kids that have gone through that combine that uh, have gone on to great uh, great things at the college level and been high level recruits. And you know, it's just a great day for kids to get out and. and involved in a football atmosphere in general whether they're going to be a d1 kid or a borderline d3 kid it doesn't matter it's just a great day uh but we are you know like you said tom hoping that 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 will work out to have that opportunity in july it'll be different it'll be a little bit more limited um but something is better than nothing and and that's kind of the uh the mantra for everything right now something is better than nothing that's for sure yeah, that, that really is. Travis, and, and we had Wade on, and, and I don't know if you had a chance to, to listen, but both Coach Swiddle and I, I think, probably felt better about the direction and, and, and the possibility of everything opening up, up on time. And, and, and though it probably won't look the same this year as it did, you know, for previous years, but how are you feeling as far as Football, high school football, being able to start on time and us play a you know a full season. Uh, it ebbs and flows. It goes up and it goes down. Um, there's days that I feel really positive about it. You know, we'll we'll get some good news on a front, whether it's um, Iowa starting their high school baseball and softball seasons on June 1st. That's a huge step forward. You know, that's a big um, litmus test for a lot of people around the country are watching that. Uh, and then there's things that that come up or you know discussions that you hear and you're not quite as positive um so it's like one step forward five steps back sometimes and i'm trying to stay positive as much as possible uh that you know the kids are going to be able to have that opportunity that that everybody just needs something like high school football so bad i mean it's such a big part of communities around the state and uh 
you know, how, how incredible would it be if to come out of this, to have a, have everyone have life be in a good enough spot to be able to go celebrate on a Friday night, celebrate the young people in the community, go celebrate the kids on a Thursday night that play soccer and Tuesdays and volleyball and, and everything else that goes on in, in athletics in general would just be amazing. I think it would be a big, um, you know, comeback moment for everybody, kind of akin to how, you know, sports helped us come out of, uh, you know, the 9-11 situation and how it was a, an opportunity to kind of rally together, uh, hoping that's the same opportunity that we get as uh, the next couple months progress. Yeah, I agree. Hey, let's get to a break. And, and the next, uh, we're going to hold you over for one segment, Travis, and I want to talk uh, more about some player rankings for the upcoming football season and some thoughts on, on players in this neck of the woods that uh, we need to keep our eye out for. And, and when football gets back and, and hoping in August we get to go out and watch some high school football, some of the kids from around this area that we need to pay special attention to. He is Travis Wilson, executive board member for the WFCA, general manager. Go to Wisports.net if you've not seen his work and his uh, his people over um, at Wisports.net for, for all sports do a phenomenal job. This is Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host, Tom Swiddle, Associate Head Coach at Arrowhead. Our special guest for this segment is back, Travis Wilson, again, Executive uh, Board Member of the WFCA, General Manager um, for WSN, which, uh, again, Wisports.net is is, uh, a must-to-go website if you're involved or you enjoy high school athletics in the state of Wisconsin. And I know we wanted to talk a little bit more about some player rankings uh, for the t- uh, 2020 season. And and Travis, I, I would think it all starts, and I hate to tell Tom this because he's in that conference, but I, I would think it starts with Hunter Wohler, the uh, kid from Muskego, correct? Yeah, he is uh, a special talent. He's a uh, defensive back uh prospect the the best one that we've had in, in quite some time in the state of wisconsin you know wisconsin's not known for producing defensive backs there's been a lot of great linemen obviously and, and even running backs and some other positions that have done well but you don't think of wisconsin in defensive back but he's he's up there with any that we've had um a, a two-time all-state selection he was the uh, large school defensive player of the year through the wfca you know you watch him at the state finals you watch him anytime throughout the year on film whatever he finds the ball and he finds it in a hurry. He plays uh, plays a safety position, um, but you know he's he's comfortable being that ball hawk in the middle. He's comfortable coming up to the line of scrimmage. Just uh, an, uh, an outstanding all around football player. Great instincts, very uh, very good size, and a solid all around athlete. So he he's the guy. He's the the number one that we have uh, headed to Wisconsin uh, as our uh, the top five in our rankings. In fact, and. If you look at the rest of those, you, you got to look at J.P. Benshaw, finally the last one, coming through Grafton and, and about to go on to, uh, to Wisconsin. Uh, offensive lineman, you know, good size, obviously good uh, lineage with his, his dad and his uncles playing at Wisconsin and his older brothers, Bo and Luke, being there. Uh, Io Adabogan from Homestead, a defensive lineman. Um, 
you know, not sure if he's going to be an edge guy, outside linebacker, but uh, just really, really explosive. Had 16 sacks last year. Uh, Loyal Crawford, a running back from Eau Claire Memorial, uh, been banged up the last couple of years. He hasn't got a full season in, but when he's played, he's been awfully impressive. And then another uh, guy that plays running back now that might end up being a linebacker, potentially an H-back or, or fullback at the next level, Jackson Aker. Um, very good athlete, 6'2", 220 pounds. And, you know, he's a, a kid that is a sophomore, uh, took second at the state track and field meet in the discus and ninth in the shot put. So, you know, very unique blend of size, athletic ability, explosiveness. Um, and, again, whether he's a running back, whether he's a, a fullback, whether he's a linebacker, uh, a heck of a prospect. So those are the top five, and again, all five heading to Wisconsin. You know, Travis, uh, we open at Arrowhead. We open um, with um, Marquette, and then we play um, Homestead. And I've watched a lot of film, and one of the games that I watch over and over is Marquette Muskego. And, you know, how you describe the, the D-back at, at Muskego Waller um, he's everything you said he is. Um, what a great football player. He's just all over the field. And then, of course, I've seen a lot of film on the D-end at, at uh, Homestead also. Boy, is he quick and, and tough to block. So you're, you're, I think you're spot on with those guys. Um, you, overall, Travis, how, how would you rate this senior class in Wisconsin this year as compared to other years? You know, I think the top talent is is right up there. Obviously, five guys going to Wisconsin. Uh, you've also got Hayden Nelson, the defensive lineman from Brookfield Central, who's going to Syracuse. You've got another uh, few guys that are, are up close to a dozen scholarship offers. Garrett Gillette from Iguanago, a tight end. Um, Marcus and Bow from Wauwatosa East, offensive lineman. Another big offensive lineman from Bayport, Calvin Mar- uh, Marasaki. So, you know, that top end talent is pretty pretty darn good. Um, I don't know if it, there's quite as much depth in you know that 15 to 50 range as maybe last year or, or some other years, but it's a, a solid group for sure. And anytime you have five Wisconsin guys, that's pretty good. And, and again, you've got a couple other D1 kids in there. You've got a couple Northern Illinois kids already. So uh, a, a top group that stacks up pretty well with with some of the ones that we've had in recent years. You spend a lot of time talking to college coaches, obviously, and, you know, you have a lot of connections, people you can reach out to. One of the things that I've been told through the years, Travis, and I'm just curious if you've gotten the same message, you know, when I talk to coaches who are from out of state, um, the feedback that I get from college coaches from out of state is how well the, the, the players in Wisconsin are coached while in high school. Like you might be able to go to different states that have better athletes overall and that kind of thing, but the kids in Wisconsin are are well coached. Do you get that same feedback? Yeah, and that's why you see so many of them here. I mean, it's it's not just Wisconsin. It's Michigan State is here constantly. Iowa, Iowa State are here constantly. Syracuse has made a big push in recent years. You know, you look at the uh, the 2022 class, and there are some incredible athletes there that are. You know, getting offers from LSU, Alabama, Notre Dame, Michigan. I mean, all those kinds of schools have really started to make a bigger push in the state of Wisconsin, and it's not a, an accident by any means. Um, the kids are, are, are very, very good, um, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's easier for some of those national-type uh, you know, programs to, to get information and see kids now as well with all the different things that are out there, whether it's Huddle or, uh, or whatever. 
And uh, so, yeah, they, Wisconsin has a very good reputation. Um, the fact there's only one Division One school here, you know, kind of limits in some ways how many D1 kids come out of here when you compare it to other states. If we had a second Division One program, there's no doubt in my mind that obviously there would be a lot more D1 kids. But just look at the success that the D2 schools in Minnesota have had over the years with a huge number of Wisconsin kids, whether it's uh, Minnesota State, uh, Minnesota Duluth, who won a national championship uh, a decade ago. Winona State's very good. Look at the D3 schools in Wisconsin, Whitewater, Oshkosh, Platteville, Stevens Point over the years. And look at the uh, FCS programs that come into Wisconsin so often. Uh, North Dakota State is here all the time, obviously. South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota, Illinois State, Western Illinois, the list goes on and on. And so many of those schools have had such a great amount of success. And very many of them reliant and, you know, have a number of Wisconsin kids on their roster. And, and again, that's not a coincidence. We're talking with Travis Wilson, again, general manager of Wisconsin Sports Network. Go to wisports.net is where you're going to want to find them. Travis, have we ever had um, a situation where the top five football players in the state have all made the decision to stay at home and, and, and play up at Wisconsin. And and it seems to me like, I, I don't know if, if it's ever been like that where we've had, where you think the top five guys and they've all made the decision uh, to stay home and, and, and play at Wisconsin. I think that's really encouraging um, for Badger fans. Yeah. You know, we have had situations like that in the past and, you know, uh, an average Wisconsin class for scholarship kids from Wisconsin that go to play for the Badgers, it's anywhere from three to four, all the way up to nine or 10 some years. It just kind of depends on the year. And, and also, you know, Wisconsin's recruiting and, and what they're looking at and how many scholarships they have available. That's a big thing too. Um, it, so it, it's, we've had it happen before, um, but it's, you know, it's good to see that Wisconsin's getting the kids that they want. You, you'd like to see that. Now, if we turn our attention to the class of 2022, which would have been, uh, sophomores this past year, my goodness, you, you guys I'm sure are aware of some of these kids, but that is a really, really special group that might be as good or better than any class that we've had, at least in terms of the top five to ten. There are already six players that have offers from Wisconsin. Uh, a number of them have offers from national powers around the country, Penn State, Notre Dame, LSU just offered two guys yesterday, Joe Brunner, Whitefish Bay offensive lineman, and Carson Hinsman from St. Croix Central, an offensive lineman. Uh, Hinsman has an offer from Alabama, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, Penn State. I mean, these are, these are some of the, the top kids that we have seen in quite a while, and they're all in the same class. And there's a number of kids that are still very early in the process that still have you know a lot of growing to do that are still going to blossom and, and are still going to get a lot of offers. So, that class is off to an incredible start and uh, really encouraging to see. Now, none of the kids have committed to Wisconsin yet. You know, I think there's some that are, are pretty strong leans to UW, and it would be awesome if Wisconsin could get all six of them. I, I don't know if that'll be the case, but, man, it's really a special group in 2022. And that's when the fun starts, Travis. Having been a coach with uh, you know, individuals who have been uh, sort of nationally recruited, it's really interesting to, to sit back and, and, and watch how Wisconsin and these other schools compete for, for these players. And, you know, I don't, I don't envy some of those high school coaches because you get caught in the crossfire of that when you have a highly recruited athlete. 
So, uh, Travis, just any last thoughts then on, on this recruiting class or the recruiting season that's coming up, uh, anything that we haven't covered yet? Well, the, uh, a huge thing, obviously, is going to be what happens in the fall. If, if we have regular football and things go on, then, then great, and kids are going to get an opportunity to put some uh, stuff on film. That's going to be a huge, huge thing, even more important than ever. You know, your first three games, what you show on film, what your season film shows, uh, that's going to be huge. If we don't have football, if we have something that impacts that, and especially if other states in the country do have football, it will set uh, the Wisconsin kids back a lot. And so that's a a really worst-case scenario, obviously, for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. But that's really the thing that we're going to be watching when it comes to recruiting is is what these kids are able to, to do this fall to kind of catch up on the recruiting that they missed out in this spring and summer. Hey, Travis, last thing. I know that uh, that Tom is on your website a lot, and, and he really appreciates uh, the fact that he doesn't get much sleep now because in the top ten of this class, he's three of them in his, in his conference, another one that they're playing in a non-conference team. Four of the, four of the top ten kids in the state are kids that he's going to have to coach against. And, you know, he's just shaking his head because I'll tell you what, that's that conference and, and that the schedule that Arrowhead has is, is going to be incredibly difficult, but certainly challenging it, that they're going to love. Travis, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Again, thank go to wisports.net uh, to get, look up some of the things that Travis is, is talking about for the state of Wisconsin and high school football. Have a good weekend, Travis. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. You got it. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Drew Ambrose, offensive coordinator at Franklin High School, is going to talk a little bit about uh, a Zoom football clinic starting Thursday, June 4th, and we'll talk to him about that on the other side. This is the Pick and Save. Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Tom Swiddle, Associate Head Coach at Arrowhead, past president of the WFCA and WFCA Hall of Fame member. And our next guest, and, and Tom, I never thought we'd be talking about a Zoom football clinic. Just yeah, didn't think, yeah. never thought we'd have to figure out how to do anything. You know, football coaches, look, I know basketball coaches have a hard time figuring out how to get on Zoom. And, and I don't know about you football <laughs> boys. You might be a little smarter than us basketball coaches. <laughs> we, are, we are joined by Drew Ambrose. He's the offensive coordinator for Franklin High School. And uh, he is going to be the host of the new WFCA Zoom football clinic starting Thursday, June 4th. Hey Drew, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing well. You getting ready for the for your clinic on June fourth? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm actually kind of on a mini vacation right now, so I'm, I've been uh, taking a couple of days off from it. But yeah, we've got a we've already got seven or eight speakers lined up, so it's, we're off to a good start. Hey Mike, if I could uh, kind of give the backstory to all sure. of this, um, you know, after the clinic was canceled. Um, the, the WFCA, we brainstormed on how we might create a clinic atmosphere for our members 
and also give our sponsors and vendors an opportunity to connect with our members. So we tossed around a lot of ideas, having a podcast, virtual clinics. Well, Drew beat us to it. Um, Drew on his own, uh, about, what, two months ago, maybe seven weeks you've done this, um, started his own Zoom football clinics. And he did it uh, using the Franklin High School Zoom account, which can accommodate uh, 100 people. Anyway, um, you know, we learned of it, and I have actually uh, watched uh, a couple of the uh, segments from those clinics that he was doing. Um, We reached out to Drew and and just asked him, you know, why reinvent the wheel? Uh, We reached out to Drew and just said, hey, what do you think of, you know, doing what you're presently doing and just putting it under the WFCA banner? And uh, Drew was okay with that. So uh, we're kind of muscling in on Drew's territory here because it's not something that we started. It's something that he started, and we're just going along for the ride. Would that be accurate, Drew? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, it's – I mean, you know, in all honesty, the way that it started out, like this is not really how – you know, the kind of the format's not what my intention was originally. Like, I mean, I'm sure you guys know Justin Gum. He's the new head coach at Suffolk Hamilton. Uh, Him and I are really close. And uh, we've kind of done this before in person. You know, we would get together with other guys. We Actually, the site has always been, I'm sure you know where I'm talking. There's a Chick-fil-A on Moreland Road in Brookfield. (laughs) That's where we we would go sit and meet and talk football. And uh, we can't do that right now with, uh, you know, the coronavirus pandemic. So we decided... um, you know, I just texted him. I'm like, hey, let's get some guys together on, on a Zoom clinic and just talk ball. You know, my my thought was like, hey, we're going to get like 10 or 15 guys. And, you know, I had reached out to, you know, like Matt Kimmis is the offensive coordinator at DeForest and a few of my other buddies. Um, and, and we kind of set it up. And then I threw it out on Twitter. You know, I tweeted out that we were doing this and, and just asked, you know, hey, if anybody's interested, you know, let me know. And I got like 300 responses from guys. Like it was, it was crazy. And we had guys actually reach out and want us. Oh, we may have lost Drew hey. for 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 a sal. He's back. Hey, Drew. Yep. Um, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. lost you yeah, there yeah. for we lost you there for a second. How many guys? Okay. How many coaches have signed up so far? Uh, we've had I average about 300 coaches that sign up every week. Wow. So, yep. <laughs> and it's not just, uh, it's not just Wisconsin coaches. We have, I mean, it's probably, you know, two thirds to three quarters coaches from Wisconsin, but we get guys from all over the conference to get on with us. So, Hey, hey, Tom, what, you know, you had talked about, look, we were going to think about doing this on, on our own and, and, and Drew had this going. It, it sounds like it's a perfect marriage to be honest with you. And wondering um, are you, does the WFCA, are you guys having any input on who the, the, uh, the speakers are going to be? Well, uh, you know, we're still leaving the, the nuts and bolts of it, um, up to Drew. And I mean, again, why you reinvent the wheel, right. it's working. And, um, you know, what we're going to do is, um, you know, just a couple things a little differently. One of the things is, um, Drew's current Zoom account that he's been using can only accommodate a hundred coaches. And, uh, you know, when, when you're getting over 300 requests to, to participate, there's a lot of coaches that can't. And Drew has an interesting uh, uh, priority in terms of who he lets on. You know, he starts with, uh, you know, Wisconsin coaches, and he makes sure that they get on before somebody from out of state. 
But anyway, um, we, we opened it up to some of our sponsors and vendors also, something that Drew wasn't doing. So BSN is going to be the sponsor of the WFCA Zoom clinics. And we're going to use their account, their Zoom account, so that can accommodate 300 coaches so we can get more coaches on. Then we are also offering the opportunity for vendors, individuals who normally would have been at our clinic and connecting with coaches, to sort of present. So they're, you know, like BSN is our sponsor, and, you know, a particular Zoom clinic is presented by um, a vendor. So we already have for the four uh, clinics we've got lined up in, in the summer, two in June, two in July, we've already got vendors who have lined up and are going to present on that night. So that's really the only difference, you know, is that we've just brought a little bit more on there. I have, you know, asked Drew about maybe could we get this person on or that person on, and Drew has, but Drew's in charge of that. He decides who comes on. So, you know, it is under WFCA banner. There are just a few changes, but for the most part, it, it's what Drew's been doing. Hey, guys, is this a free a free clinic for, for coaches to get involved in, or is there a, a fee that's involved? No, it's totally free for everybody. And it, and it, how, will it go all day on Thursday, June 4th? No, so the way we've been doing it is we, we kick it off at night. So, you know, like I said, kind of what the original idea was, we planned it for a Thursday night because, you know, like I have two young kids. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Justin's got young kids. So we said, all right, well, let's schedule it for after all of our kids are in bed, and that way, you know, we don't have to de- worry about any of that stuff. Um, so we start at 730, and then the speakers go for, uh, you know, approximately 15 minutes each. Um, and then that usually takes us, we have, we've averaged about 10 speakers a night. So that takes us, you know, out to, you know, 10 o'clock or so. And then after that, we usually have a, a good crew of coaches that just kind of hang out and we just, you know, talk ball and, and just have a discussion about whatever we like afterwards. And that sometimes has gone on until 2 a.m. <laughs> that does not surprise me, Drew. That's yeah. not because, you know, when they had the opportunity to do that up, you know, up at the clinic, up in Middleton, that that may be actually a little bit later than 2 a.m. to be honest with <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> hey guys, let's get to a break. Drew, can we hold you over for one more segment? Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. He is Drew Ambrose, offensive coordinator at Franklin High School. Again, they are doing the uh, WFCA Zoom football clinic uh, Thursday, June 4th. Hey guys, before we go, how, if coaches that didn't know about this want to get involved, Drew, how do they get a hold of you, or how do they sign up for this? Uh, the easiest way would just be to contact me on Twitter if you have a Twitter account. Um, that's where I usually send out the uh, invitation and the sign-up forms. Otherwise, they can just email me. My my email is just ambrose.drew at gmail.com, and then I can get them the invite that way, too. What, and what's your Twitter account? My Twitter is uh, at DrewAmbrose2, the number two at the end. Perfect. At DrewAmbrose, it's A-M-B-R-O-S-E. The number two is his Correct. Twitter account, and uh, he'll get you the information. If you're a, is it a high school only? Can 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 uh, youth football coaches? Can college football coaches get involved? Yeah, absolutely. We we have a pretty good contingent of college coaches. Actually, uh, you know, Matt Entz, the head coach up at North Dakota State, is almost a weekly uh, guest on there. He comes on and watches just about every week, so we get some pretty big time guys come on. That. 
Man, that's awesome. Again, he's Drew Ambrose. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking to him a little bit. We'll talk a little Franklin football on the other side of the break as well. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Mike McGivern, my co-host, is uh, Coach Tom Swiddle. Our special guest, Drew Ambrose, offensive coordinator of Franklin High School, through in a uh, WFCA Zoom football clinic on uh, Thursday, June 4th. And you can uh, get more information or if you have some interest in, in learning more about it. You can uh, reach out to, to Drew on Twitter. Probably the easiest way. It's at Drew Ambrose number two. At Drew Ambrose number two. Hey, Coach uh, hey, Franklin. Can I, can I just add something real quick? Uh, yeah, you we bet, Tom. do an email blast to our membership next week in which we're going to have all of this clinic information on it. So we will be reaching out to all of the members of the WFCA with all the information they need to know on how to sign up, everything you know, you need to know about the clinics will be sent to them next week. Boy, that's awesome. So if you, uh, if you want to do it today, get more information, you can go to his uh, Twitter account again. It's at uh, Drew Ambrose, the number two. Hey, Drew, uh, we only got a couple of minutes with you, and I do want to talk a little Franklin uh, football. Yep. How are you guys handling, you know, like everybody else? It's a difficult time with COVID-19. You're not able to get your boys together and, and uh, talk a whole lot with them. Um, what uh, what do you have coming back at Franklin? It, it, you guys are never uh, too short of talent over there. You guys done a great job from the youth program all the way up. Um, excited about the year coming up, and it's certainly, you know, as long as everything starts on time, and I think that it will, I have a good feeling about it. How do you guys uh, feel like you're going to do this year in, in that conference? Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good about what we have coming back. Um, you know, on offense especially, we return – you know, most of our most of our you know big time players, I guess. You know, we lose Brett Spalding, our tight end, who is going down to uh, Illinois State. Um, you know, we Mountcat quarterback, who's you know, in my opinion, probably the best. I believe he's the best quarterback in the state. Um, we've got uh, Elliot Harris, that receiver. We've got a really good offensive line coming back, so we feel really good about the season. Um, Defensive got you know losing Gavin will be tough. You know you lose a player his caliber, they're always tough to replace. Um, but you know our, our defensive coaching staff is really really good, and I'm confident that they'll they'll have us in a in another good spot next year. Uh, as far as the off season stuff goes, right now, I mean what we've been doing is you know essentially doing Zoom clinics with our guys, or not Zoom clinics, I guess more of like Zoom check ins with our guys. Really, we try to check in with all the kids at least once every other week. We kind of do it by position group. Um, so, like, I you know, I, I would lead all the offensive guys. So we'd have all five of our offensive coaches, and then we would meet, you know, at, like, let's say 9 a.m. We've got the running backs. At 9.30, we've got the quarterbacks, and we just go for 15 minutes with each group, just check in, see, you know, hey, how are you doing? You know, because they are still expected to do schoolwork, so we're checking in on academic stuff as well, you know, and then just kind of their – you know, mental health, how are they, you know, how are they coping with everything? How's it going? Is there anything we can do for them? That kind of stuff. So it's definitely been a challenge. I mean, a lot different than, than what we're used to, that's for sure. But you know, I think we've had a good plan. And, you know, Lewis and, and I talked quite a bit when this first first kind of happened. And, and 
Yeah, we're, we're getting Drew in and out a little bit. Hey, um, guys, and Drew, hopefully you can, can hear me. You know, we, we start to put together the Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week um, schedules. And, you know, you, you sit down with, with a few other guys and you start looking at different weeks and different matchups and nothing is set in stone. But I think next week they're going to start sending out, um, you know, invitations to see if, if, if the schools have interest in it. And I know that yep. I, on our first draft, um, I know week two, we we're, were looking pretty heavily at that Fond du Lac at Franklin game. And uh, week yep. eight, we we're hoping to have the McGuana go at Arrowhead game. So, you know, by uh, that, that, that Fond du Lac Franklin game, I know last year was a heck of a game. And it would be again this year. And certainly by week eight, that McGuana go Arrowhead game is going to be a dandy. And, and we yep. try and, and, and get as many good matchups as we can. And, and we would love, and I, I'm hoping that Fond du Lac will agree to it, to come down and, and be part of that Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week, Drew, because we'd certainly like to highlight and, and promote what you guys are doing at Franklin. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a great game. I mean, that was uh, a really good one last year. I mean, we kind of had a, you know, we came out slow out of the gates, and they were firing on all cylinders, really. They kind of took it to us in the first half, and in the second half we were able to go on a run and, you know, we came about six inches away from tying it as time expired on a field goal. So it was a great game, and I have no doubt that it'll be just the same this year. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out early, Drew, where you guys stand when you play Fondy week two. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we actually – and we play we – we're at Appleton North week one, too, so, I mean, they're no pushover either. I mean, and then we come back, so we go Appleton North, Fond du Lac, and then we go right into – we play Kenosha Indian Trail, our first conference game, and they'll – you know, I, from what I, I think they'll probably be our toughest conference opponent. So we got three tough ones right off the bat. So, well, yeah, might as well not mess around, right? You might as well just jump right in the <laughs> yeah. fire and find out. Yeah, there's no, you're not playing any school for the poor or anything, right? You're, you yeah. might as well jump in at Appleton North, at home against Franklin, at at home against Kenosha Indian Trail. And anytime you look at a Franklin schedule, especially in football, you want to find out where Oak Creek is because you want to, you know, like I said, Joe, when Joe Cook was coaching at, at, at Oak Creek, he couldn't drive to Franklin to get an ice cream cone. He was always afraid a Franklin, <laughs> Franklin cop would see him and put him away and he'd never be seen again. So he'd have to go drive around the, the Franklin area. Drew, how long have you been coaching over at Franklin? Uh, two years now. So I actually, um, prior to this, I was down at Kenosha Indian Trail. I spent six years down there. And then I, uh, prior to that, I spent three years back in my hometown up in La Crosse, at La Crosse Central. So. Man, well, that then week three is, uh, it's going to be a little bit special for you. That, that's for sure. Again, June, <laughs> yep. uh, June 4th, Thursday night, June 4th, you plan about 7.30 to 10 o'clock. And if you want to stick around and talk more high school football, with a number of guys, uh, WFCA is going to send out uh, a mass email to all the coaches. If you want information now from Drew, you can go on his Twitter account. It's Drew at Drew Ambrose, the number two. Yep. Hey, hey, Tom, we just got a couple of minutes, but you know it's it's good to see these young guys that are putting together stuff like this on their own, and 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 I love the fact that football coaches share 
more stuff than I think basketball coaches do. They're willing to talk more about how they go about what, how they run practices, how they're running this offense or this defense. And it seems to me that you guys are more willing to share ideas than some, some basketball coaches. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. Well, I, I can't speak for basketball, but um, certainly in football, um, football coaches um, are willing to talk about really anything with other coaches. Um, even sharing ideas sometimes with guys in your own conference. Now, you're not going to give away all the secrets or anything like that, but, you know, you do talk football with these guys. And, and uh, you know, that's one of the things that we really miss by not having the clinic. There are guys that I would see uh, at the spring clinic. It's the only time I see them all year long is, you know, is there. And to be able to sit down and have sort of a, a side clinic of sorts where you can just talk schemes or whatever is always a lot of fun. So the, the zoom clinic falls within those guidelines, if you will, giving coaches that opportunity. I have to say this, I'm too old to stay up until 2 AM. Um, <laughs> like Drew and his young guys did. I, I got off of, of those uh, Drew's zoom clinics at the end of the clinic. I didn't hang around for the, the social um, aspect of it. And based on what I was seeing with some of the coaches that were watching the, the Zoom clinic, uh, some of the um, liquid refreshment they they had reminded me of the spring clinic. <laughs> there you um, go. In Madison. Would you agree, Drew? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, J- hey, you know, just so you know, uh, Coach Fletcher just sent me a text said, man, it's good that Drew's going to give up all his offensive schemes and what they're going to run when they play Horlick. So, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Drew. Uh, thank you for You're the welcome, time, Mike. Tom. It's always it's always great. Again, June 4th is uh, that uh, clinic. You can go to uh, Drew Ambrose, uh, at Drew Ambrose, the number two, to get more information. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.